Hey there, fellow nerds and nerd whales, and welcome back to another episode of the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy fuck nuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and seek a glorious death. Now then, don't forget we are currently running a competition to win yourself a free t-shirt from our merch store. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning is to send us a message on social media and tell us the name of the two detectives we accidentally created in episode 35. Do you know what? I'm feeling generous today, so I'll just give you the goddamn answer. It's Carl Sodomy and Don Woodcraft. So, send us a message on social media with those names on and we will enter you into a draw for your chance to win a free t-shirt. We'll announce the winner in next week's episode. So hurry, get yourself entered. Don't fancy trying to win one? Want to actually pay for one, you weirdo? Then head over to our merch store and browse all the many delights that we have in store for you there, including our brand new trademark emoji t-shirt design that landed last week. So to do your part in helping us, simply go to adventurers-anonymous.com and click on the link in the header that says Merch. Also, don't forget to keep on sending in your artwork and photos of you sporting our merchandise, and we will do our very best to feature your pictures on our social media channels. Right, it gets said every week, but it really is worth noting that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. It's mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. Listener discretion is advised. And when I say little ears, I mean little human ears. Kitten ears are safe. And yes... We do have kittens that listen to this podcast. Don't believe me? Check out our Instagram feed for some very special fan photos with kittens. So, without further ado, go grab yourself a drink, pull your chair closer to the fire, and come join Chris, Raggy, Matt, Shannon, and myself for this week's episode of The Adventurer's Anonymous Podcast. Please enjoy. And on that auspicious note, we are live. Jesus H. Christ, that took a long time to make work. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Great. Love it when people nod in a audio medium. It's well worth it. Super. Fuck it. Come on, let's do some intros. Matt Durant, the voice of Belsio. How are you doing? What are you up to, good sir? Um, I'm uh, hosting my bingo night next week big you're hosting your bingo night. night yeah yeah right yeah brilliant okay 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 chris neil voice of tatty by jangles how you doing sir yeah good ready to uh ready to trot out everyone's favorite favorite tiny sad boy what are you what are you drinking there sir good old beer excellent good no corporate sponsors from the beer company this year afraid not and also i can't remember what 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 beer it is and the can is facing the wrong way so unlucky there's a career in marketing for you. <laughs> Chris Rag. Howdy. Face of the best goatee in the land. How are you? I am wonderful, thank you. Yeah. What are you drinking today or are you on your power diet? The power diet is over. It's time to yeah. accumulate mass. So I'm on the beer. <laughs> you're, you're on the same beer label facing away too far away to give oh, a shot. I'm on a different beer. I'm on Arbor Sea Bomb for Christmas. Yeah. Very good, very good, very good. And finally, the Queen of Croydon, Chantel, whatever your name is. Uh, uh, how are you doing, I'm good. Nightmares? I'm good. I'm rocking a half a pint of Prosecco topped up with lychee juice. And mm. has that got a name as cocktails go? Or 
looks a bit spermy. I don't know. Like Checo. No. I was going to say it looks a bit like dirty no. lemonade. We'll, we'll go, we'll go with spunky lemonade. Spunky lemonade. I did say, actually, I said on the socials, when we hit a 1,000 followers, we were going to make a cocktail and name it after ourselves. Maybe the um, Dark and Spermy, or whatever the hell that thing was called that you just... Uh... I don't want to make that cocktail. <laughs> okay. I was, I, was, I was thinking about it a while ago when you, when you mentioned that we should make a cocktail. I was thinking about the one that you said you had in, um, was it in Lisbon. It was uh, like uh, yeah. rum, coffee, and passion fruit. Mm. I was like, I think that could, we could oh. be onto something there. Yeah, it okay. Should work, but it really does. Mm. Okay. Well, there you go, listeners. We threatened. One day we'll follow through. Who knows? Right. Whilst Matt is going through every drawer he's got, <laughs> I am going to. Don't worry, Matt. I'll edit that out afterwards in post. <laughs> <laughs> I hate these people so much. Just randomly talk your cat into meowing every second word. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, and now Matt's going to lean back so he's like nine miles away from the, there you go he's got to rustle something excellent this this is an audio editor's fucking nightmare right here we go with a recap last we left off with our intrepid adventurers they were making the most of their newfound <laughs> freedom hold up in the busty barnacle how fucking dare you madam <sighs> making the most of their newfound freedom hold up in the busty barnacle inn in Nicodranus Slowly waking up after a night of drinking and merriment, the party found themselves in various places around the inn. Hanash, peeling himself off the now ruined silk sheets in the bridal suite, thoroughly lubed up in brine, started slipping and sliding around, getting the last few jots of value out of the expensive room price. In doing so, he managed to displace an old oil lamp and started a small fire. Calmly looking around and not seeing the requisite fire safety equipment, the half-orc decided the only sensible thing to do would be to urinate on the fire to extinguish it. This left only a discoloured burnt patch on the floorboards and a smell of burnt ammonia lingering in the air. Downstairs, the rest of the party got themselves gathered up for a rustic-style breakfast and gathered to make plans as they rapidly realised that Tatty was nowhere to be seen. He had snuck out in the night and had strolled the streets of Nicodranus, looking for the fabled church of the blind pauper, finally finding it, after a fashion, down a small back alley. Clearly a haven for the destitute and needy, the church was teeming full of souls looking for a hot meal and a safe place to rest under the beautiful historic arches and stained glass windows. Having made a very kind donation, Tati met the abbess at the church, Petunia Perineus, who took a shining to him. Noticing his hands were crippled, she asked if he would like to be prayed for. Not one to look a gift horse in the mouth, Tati gratefully accepted as the wizened old abbess gently led him off by the hand through the back rooms of the church. Slightly wary but excited, nonetheless, Tati allowed the abbess and her colleagues to lay hands and pray for him, and he soon found himself drifting away in a distinctly fromage-based trance, seeing visions of various creamy encounters, earth, wind, fire, water, and something he just couldn't quite place. Suddenly pulled back to the cold grasp of reality, Tati looked down with tearful eyes, realising that his broken hands had finally been healed. Petunia, however, was greatly concerned that Tati had seen visions with the fifth Emmental, a prophecy that she had spent her whole life chasing. Suddenly, all the fromagerie cords came together in Tati's mind's eye, and he realized he had seen a church member practicing tyromancy earlier. Clearly something interesting was afoot here. Excited to go and share all this with his newfound... Oh, yeah. Excited to go and share all this newfound information with his colleagues, he raced off back to the inn to find them. Bumping into them on the front step of the inn as they prepared to set off on a shopping trip. 
However, he managed to convince him to come and see this miraculous church of cheese, which he which had healed his fingers, and they once again set off through the warrens of alleys and passages, finally managing to track down the street after having to stop a few times and ask for directions. The party encountered the church through a back door, accidentally gate crashing a youth club on the way. Finding their way back into the main hall, they look in the hustle and bustle of the food kitchen that had been set up for the city's homeless. Hanash, never a wallflower, decided to assert his dominance by stealing soup off a large ginger barbarian sitting nearby. This naturally ended in conflict with a pair of muscle-bound Muppets squaring off against each other, dripping with soup and surrounded by shards of broken balls. And that is where we will begin this week's episode. Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, Matt hasn't. I, I splooged my, my baguette into his soup, didn't I? You did. You used capillary action to suck all of the soup out of his bowl using an oversized baguette. Presumably whilst everyone looks on in horror. You're currently, like, toe-to-toe with a giant ginger barbarian. Um, who else is around? Everybody. It's a busy church hall. There's lots of hustling and bustling of, um, varying degrees of homeless people. There's no, there's no particular type. It's, it's everyone of every culture, every size, every race, every creed. The old, the young, the poor. There's a woman with a baby wrapped in a swaddling cloth. There's an elderly man limping on a cane. You see everybody. Some sitting, some standing, some in groups, some on their own. Pretty much everything. Mm. Um, so are we like nose to nose at the moment? Yeah, you're a, you're a comparable height. He's possibly a little bit bigger than you. But uh, yeah, you're nose to nose. As He shattered his bowl with his fist. He was so angry. As there's a low growl coming from his mouth. I, uh, I say to him, "Come on, don't be a little bitch. It's a place of worship. Let's just let's just be friends." <laughs> Make me a persuasion check. Sure. Or just or attempt to make friends I've ever met. <laughs> Three. Three. As he looks at you, he's like, "I'm not your friend, fuckwit." Where's country? Nor am I Where's your country? In <laughs> the wheel, in the wheel of accents. <laughs> uh, he's like, I'm not your friend, fuckwit, nor am I your chef. So either go get me a new bowl of soup, or bend over. Uh, so I'm gonna bend forwards and not him. <laughs> oh, but it's like only pivoting on my waist. So I'm <laughs> just like yes, but all right, maybe an unarmed attack. Go on, do it. Is it possible oh, to get no. enough? Force, physically speaking, by just bending at the waist. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it would be a very gentle tap. It is only a four damage. I mean, <laughs> you've got you've got to actually attack him first. Oh, so what? Maybe attack roll. Oh fuck off! <laughs> uh, eight. Eight. As as you go to lean, you lean back and you go to give him a, a headbutt. He's a man of the streets. He's been for fights before. He leans forward and you brain yourself on, on his forehead as it's nothing but compacted bone along his eyebrow line as you jolt backwards, eyes ringing a little bit. As Eyes ringing? What the fuck does that even mean? I've invented something new. Your ears ringing a little bit and you see stars in front of your eyes as you come round. You look down and you just see tiny wizened little nun-like lady who grabs you by your earlobe and yanks you down as a jolt of pain shoots through your head this little lady 
says, We do not hold with violence here. This is a place of soup and friendship. That's why I was trying to say to this guy. Sorry, sister. Is that is that Petunia? Yes. Okay. As she looks at you, she's like, I am not your sister, guy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what should I tell you, compadre? You can call me Petunia. That's why I was trying to tell this guy, Petunia. No. Why don't you go get him a bowl of soup and say sorry? Okay. I get okay. a bowl of soup and say sorry. As she looks around, she locks eyes on Tatty as warm smile, suddenly from the rather stern-looking headmistress-style bollocking she was just giving Hanash. A warm smile glows across her face as her eyes light up. You could almost swear that some of the wrinkles iron out around her face as she says, Ah, Bojangles. Junior, it's good to see you again. I like, hold, I, like, hold out my hand to go for, like, a handshake, but, like, a, you know, a, a warm handshake, almost like a two-handed handshake. As uh, her pockmarked and veiny old wrinkly hands into your hands, she holds them and she turns them one, once this way and then the other way. She looks at them and says, My, my, Chandra has done a great job on these. These little uh, meat hooks are doing well. These little, these little what? These little meat hooks? Yes, these little meat hooks. <laughs> she, she grabs your cheek and gives you the auntie kind of like little waggle. And she's like... <laughs> Um, she looks around. She's like, "Oh, why don't you introduce me to your friends?" Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, the um, the 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 big dumb sexy one is Hanash. Um, the Tells, tells the, steps forward expectantly and then steps back. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the 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 upright crocodile is is Belsiar. Um, the dignos demon is is. Maud. <laughs> she and looks the, at you. Uh, she's like, "There is no need to use that kind of language around here. This is a house of uh, love and acceptance. We don't <laughs> need to use language like dick nose demon." Oh, that's right. The dick nose devil is 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 Maud. <laughs> okay, that, uh, the the uh, and the the pervy priest over there is is Aristobulus. And the Kenku that has eaten all of the soup. I, I I look over it. Is he like over by the table where like the the bowl of soup? Yeah, is? he's just mainlining. He's just main. He's like he's just pushing people away. Just mainlining food from at this point. You're like waiting behind him to get a, to get another bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look over at him and like as genuinely as I possibly can, I just go no idea. No, that is a shame. Oh well. I um I was I was hoping actually. There's. After I recounted the tale of of um, my first visit here, um, I was hoping to bring the rest of my the rest of my friends here for a number of different for a number of different reasons. Um, I know Belsiar is interested in the in the the art of tyromancy. I like to make cheese. Oh yes, I have. Uh, I've spent half my life making cheese. That is very interesting. It is not something that you should be embarrassed of. Those, it's much like masturbation. Those who tell you that uh, it's bad, it, just be very confident if you want to try it in public. That's that's all I say. Thank that's you. all I say. <laughs> there you go. Tati's got, Tati's got like this weird thought process of like, I thought this place was really good, and now I'm scared that I've like brought my friends to a cult. <laughs> <laughs> 
Aristotle just instantly drops his pants. <laughs> Finally, we told them we're allowed to do it. She points at the wall. She's like, uh, "We have a uh, fully clothed policy here, my little friend." As she uh, puts an arm around him, as he's like, "Hey, back off! Don't want none of that." And she's like, "No, that is not what I mean." As he's like, "Look, just point me in the way of the jumble sale." She's like, "All right, through those doors over there." As he just shuffles off, and you see, you just see him go into the clothing store, and he just pushes homeless people who are getting like. Um, fresh clothes and uh, blankets to sleep under. He just shunts them out of the way as he just bundles his way in, just getting the pick of the best clothes that have been donated. Um, she takes you to one side, Maud, where she's like, it is not often that we see one of your kind here. Is that because I'm blue? Oh, you went straight to the race card very quickly. Uh, no, I meant uh, tiefling. We don't see so many tieflings here. Ah, uh, we don't really tend to like people. Yes. I am the same. I've never been a massive fan of people. I'm sensing that you are also a lady of great spiritual import. I like to dabble in demons. Yes? I'm a a demon dabbler. Yeah. Have you got yourself some soup Uh, yet? I don't do soup. Who doesn't do soup? soup? I don't do soup. I have croutons. Are (laughs) Are they garlic and parmesan croutons? Tell you what, we have uh, a wheel of parmesan out the back. That uh, oh, you would like it. I, I'd like to. I'd like Oof. to go and then go and find the wheel of parmesan and start wheeling it back to my to my seat. As you go, you go, you go through the barrier that says uh, only like parishional staff beyond this point. She's like, "Hey, blue bitch, you come back here." As um. She escorts a lot of you out of the main hall, Tati. She's now taking you back through the chambers that you saw before. You've completely abandoned Squawk and Aristobulus at this point. Fuck knows. Like, Squawk, Squawk is, like, uh, just gathering food for the winter before he hibernates. And uh, Aristobulus is just trying on every piece of clothing in the um, homeless clothing store. As you make your way through the back rooms, you, you see various, first of all, like a... Um, spiritual library full of old tomes, dusty books on shelves. Um, Belsia, this very much appeals to you. As you look around, you see various reading tables with um, lanterns on them. It's one of, it's like any kind of academic's wet dream. There's one of those ladders on a rail that just kind of slides across, which doesn't really exist in real life outside of films. And uh, as you make your way through to the next room, you see as some sort of fromagerie as you see various stages of cheese production and uh, some cauldrons which have clearly had uh, cheese in them at some point recently. Oh yeah, we're just kind of getting the full tour at the moment. It's just a bit- yeah, absolutely. Now that the hustle and bustle of the homeless behind you, you realise you, you're coming into the inner sanctum of this um, cheesy cult as uh, the doors are shutting behind you and you're getting deeper and deeper into the uh, priory. Are we being a bit... (laughs) I'm not 100% at this point. So are are the cheese vats, did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a press. There's the... Everything that is associated with with good cheese making is in this room. It's 50% spirituality, 50% fromage. I'd like to um, kind of... 
uh, as you just walk up to a random press, there's a paddle in it. As you lift the paddle out, it's got like a creamy brine on it. As you lick it, it's salty but creamy. Mm. Not in a sexual way, in a cheesy way. There's a fine line. Mm. Um, it's like a sour butter. Mm. It's like a sour butter. Ugh, you lost can I, can I try and get the abbess to, to one side um, and pull out my small container of milk? Your small container of milk? Where did you get your small container of milk from? I'm glad you asked, abbess. Um, this small container of milk has been gathered from a cow on a hill somewhere in the frozen wastes two years ago it's gone through a time portal it's been aged for for two years and who knows else what else on the on the uh, on the on the endless planes of existence this and I and I clutched a small container of milk this may be the most potent milk that exists I've also got some lemons I don't have any ah. rennet but ah you are a man after my <laughs> own heart hmm <laughs> She looks over. She's like, hey, what kind of restaurant is this? Paneer. Jesus Christ. You've asked me to make plastic cheese in a minute, you sacrilegious. Terribly. This has the potential for the most incredible tyromancy the world has ever seen. What is your uh, experience of tyromancy, my crocodilian friend? I did a little bit when I was younger. Uh, yes. I haven't done it in a while because society doesn't look fondly upon us. But I, I know. feel we are we are of the same cloth, you and I. Hey, we are. As she takes you out a mini churn, like much like a hippie <laughs> like, with a bomb. Like a hand coffee grinder. Yeah. Like a hand coffee grinder. <laughs> she reaches onto a shelf. As she brings down a giant wooden box with carving, intricate carving, with a metal clasp on it, as she blows dust into your face, as you're like, <laughs> <laughs> um, as she lifts the lid off, and as you see, the intricate carving is all kinds of like milking-related uh, imagery through the ages. As she lifts the lid off, she pulls out a micro churn, and she's like. Ah, yes. Maybe we can look into the future or the past with your uh, special milk. I think the future, because the past, I could just read a book. Oh, so cynical at such a young age. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously. That is not the way to say. As um, she's like, when you are ready, as she prepares the uh, churn, you pour your milk in. I take the uh, container and I open it for the first time in two years. <laughs> <laughs> as there's a visible hiss, much like uh, like Mongra's tomb opening after two thousand years, <laughs> there's just the, the visible kind of like exhalation of air, um, much like the toilet on a long haul flight. It, it, <laughs> as it opens up, just the sudden hiss and decompression of gas <laughs> is. Uh, as she smells it, like like people smell like a new book, she's like, "Ah, oh, yes, this is very beautiful." As, as you pour it in, she's like, "Right now, you you start cranking the handle." As you've got like a 
Yeah, as you feel at this point, <laughs> there's just a tear of happiness as as um, Belsiar is furiously pumping away in the corner. Um, what are the rest of you doing, Maud? What are you doing? Um, I um, got the container that the cheese, the milk used to be in, and I'm licking the container, facing the container. <laughs> the one his milk used to be in. Jesus Christ, what's wrong Two, with you Two-year-old milk yeah. scum. Just as you're licking the scummy residue off the side of the milk, she she looks around, she's like, oh, Mr. Bojangles, your friends are very weird. Uh, I, think, I'm, I'm I mean, pretty weird as well. Yeah, it's... She looks back at the dragonborn. She's like, "Shut up and pump." <laughs> and, uh, is, she, is she? What age is this? This abbess? Is she of a? Is she like a, a bit of a milf or? She, she's a gilf. Uh, uh, general age. Um, we described her last week as looking like somebody sucked the fluid out of Dolly Parton. Um, <laughs> she looks like Mary Berry's elbow. Okay. Um, she needs de- she needs rehydrating for sure as um, <laughs> in a um, <laughs> some rehydration needed uh, right Tassie what are you doing um, I'm going to wander over and, and talk to um, talk to Hanash um, yeah um, yeah I wasn't there when um, when you guys woke up in the, in the morning no. was I you were talking about wanted to go wanted to go shopping. I guess I'll I'll just say um, how was your how was your night? Um, it was oily. Oily. Yeah. Did you get some <laughs> kipper? Some 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 kipper. <laughs> did you get some? Uh, did you get some action last night? Some tuna canoe. Some kipper last night. Ah. Uh, well, listener discretion is required. Oh. Tuna canoe. Your expectations it smells worse than a dog. Oh. Like, like a hot dog down a hallway. Um, it's like fucking something you found floating in a canal. Like that's just lovely, right? Good. So, <laughs> if only this was a visual medium and everyone could see the look of disgust on everyone's face. I'm impressed. I think that was a great. <laughs> I'd also uh, like. To, I'd also like to just mention to Honash. Um, yeah, I mean the reason why. I mean, I wanted to bring. I wanted to bring everyone here. Um, I, I don't know if we've, you know, if we've really talked about this, but been looking kind of fucked up lately. I wanted to get. Wanted to get. Old perineum over there to, to have a look at you. <laughs> you hear across the room. She's like Perineus, you son of a bitch. You are not the first person to call me Perineum. Perineus. Have I ever put on weight? No, you're just looking a bit furrier than than usual. Furious. Fur furious. Um. Yeah. I would like to talk some about my chaos theme. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to talk to Petunia. She's um. She's pretty cool. All right, all right, all right. For someone of the older generation, she uh, <laughs> she seems to have her shit together. She looks over and she's like, fuck you, just because I own a Walkman does not mean I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and catch you before nap time. Hmm. Oh, hey, geez. don't joke about nap time. Nap time's crucial. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I just wanted to recommend to Hanash that he, he talked to, talk to 
Petunia. Okay, okay, okay. Um, as everyone looks over, you just see Belsio in the corner just fran- frantically pumping beads of sweat just rolling down his scaly skin. Uh, he's going at it a bit like Dyson at the end of Terminator 2 as he's trying to hold on to the bomb. He's going out any minute now, he's going to blow. Um, right. As uh, Petunia's like, yes, uh, could I have a word with you, perhaps, Tati? Sure. She takes you off to one side and puts you... She's got, like, a uh, couple of bean bags. She's anything, if not, like, spiritually hippie-wise. Uh, she, what she's is this, fucking con- Google? <laughs> <laughs> two, two of her acolytes go past on a tandem. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this place! <laughs> As uh, she takes you to one side, she's um, she looks over at um, Belsiard doing his thing. She's like... I'm glad that you brought your friends here. I feel like you have very important spiritual connections. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, uh, I knew Belsia was interested in in um, cheese magic. Um, it's not called cheese magic, you son of a bitch. It has a name, Tyromancy. Yeah, I mean, when I said that earlier, he got really mad for some reason. Mascarpone magic. Yeah, mascarpone. Mascarpone, Ferroni, I don't know. Um, and um, I wanted, I wanted to bring, I wanted to bring Hanash here as well because he's, um, I don't know, he's, he's looking real weird lately. Chaos reign. <laughs> <laughs> she looks over. She's like, yes, I get some very weird spiritual vibrations off him. I, I just say, can you? Would you? Would you mind having a conversation with him? Oh. God, this is like when you're a doctor and everyone pulls their pants down and says, "Hey, look, I got the rash. Maybe you can help me." Maybe I'm you not going to. Um... I'm not going to pull my pants down. No, oh, good. That's good. Well, surely that's that's a win for you then. Uh, I'm married to cheese. There is no room for uh, other kinds of cream in my life. <laughs> just, just, just the cheese. <laughs> just the cheese. Um, as she she <clears throat> she walks over to Hanash. She is tiny in comparison to Hanash. As she walks over to him, she puts her uh, grizzled, veiny, varicose hand into your big green maw. As she looks up at you, Hanash. She's like, <laughs> "So, big green man, tell me your story." Hello, little lady. I uh, so we were we were finding some rats. You see. Um, we were going in rats. We were all about rats, and then and then there was this big green glowy thing, and I thought, oh, I bet I, I bet this gives me superpowers if I eat it. Didn't felt real bad, and then and then right, some chaos demon came to me. Says I'll make you buffting if you cause chaos. I was like, how yes, queen, and and here I am, and now I've got tail, I've got fur, and I'm ripped. She looks at you for a while. There's, she's genuinely like, dis, with discernment in her eyes, she's looking at you. She looks at you up and down. It's almost like she sees into your soul. And she's like, "Yes, you're on a path to a very dark place. One like you is not really designed for how you say uh, care work. You are more of a blunt tool rather than a sharp knife, but." 
The dark powers have need for people like you. Is there anything that I can do, or should I just lean into it? Well, it depends what you want out of life. If you want to be a florist, I suggest you get help. But uh, <laughs> your main aim in life is to kill people. I think maybe you are on good path. Righteous. Thank you for confirming that I should bring more chaos into the world. Well, it is not for me to judge what path you are on. I have wasted my entire life spaffing with cheese. Some would say that is a monumental waste of time. But um, for the good gods, there must be the bad gods. For righteousness to rule, the bad must exist. I am not here to judge you just because you stuck things in your mouth. I was married to a ventriloquist for seven years. I make bad choices, <laughs> but uh, we turn it around. As soon as she turns around, I embrace the chaos and I lube myself up with whatever cheesy oils I can find and just, just you know, slide around the room. I'm going to start my best curse life now. She looks at you as you just strip off to the waist and start moving yourself up in Renault. She's like, Chandra surely does move in bizarre ways. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Right. Did you just slide around the place knocking stuff over? <laughs> uh, she's like, very good, very good. Um, as she goes back over to you, Matt, you are pumped within an inch of your life you swear to god one of your forearms is bigger than the other now as you've been spinning the mini churn as she she's like are you sure this is right i think this is how you make butter they make something <laughs> listen to me i have been making this shit for a very long time my friend okay <laughs> listen we want to look into the future you do things my way okay that's fine she she's like Cheese is in the past, butter is in the future. That is how <laughs> the dairy farm line goes, okay? <laughs> Margarine is present. <laughs> Margarine is if you want to get high, yes? Margarine is bullshit. Butter is the future, lard is the present, <laughs> cheese is the past. And if you're very, very bad, spray on cheese. <laughs> she now Indian. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I just didn't want to be the first one to bring up the act. Uh, Excellent. As uh, she takes the little churn off you, uh, Matt, she's like, come now, come now, come now. As she moves you into a little corner where there's like a little uh, desk with loads of little like paraphernalia and fucking like tubes and, and all test tubes and racks and books and stuff like that. There's a stuffed owl with a sort of weird startled look on its face like just taxidermied as uh, she's like are you ready to see the future my friend I've never been more ready okay as she looks around she sees everyone else Tati's just looking around like skimming through books Hanash is like belly sliding along the floor and um, Maud has found a painting about bees that she's just currently examining in the corner I'd like to question her credentials if she worships cheese but can't but can't separate cheese and butter. Now, I'm not sure that we should be trusting a woman to give us, you know, in-depth future <laughs> advice when she doesn't know the difference in dairy products. <laughs> and all this is displayed through the medium of bad looks as she looks over at Maud, who's giving her shit eye from across the room. Cheese she in pulls her hands, you in. Gesturing at the cheese. <laughs> holding a block of Gouda. 
as um, she pulls you in closer, Belsia, she's like, I find the uh, lack of trust in that one very disturbing. Very she disturbing. doesn't understand the, the power of the magic that dare not speak its name. Yeah. I, I suspect she is... I suspect she lactose intolerant. Yeah, yeah. Too. She's she's tried <laughs> to. This yeah. one's tried to smear cheese, solid cheese, onto toast. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I have uh, devoted my entire life to peace, but I would quite happily break my foot off beside the blue bitch's ass. <laughs> right, very good. Now then, if that bitch is finished giving me the stink eye. I will, uh, oh yes, that's very good. What is that, your IQ? As um, she Martin, pulls you in, Matt. Fuck off, I swear to God, any second now, I'm going to open an interdimensional portal and fucking pull that blue demon through. Oh God, I have not felt that angry in a long time. I will go and flog myself later. Embrace the anger. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just walk over and, and watch what is about to happen with Belsia. She's like, what the fuck does this look like? An open arena? I was having a one-on-one with the Dragonborn. All right, fine. Just because you had some sort of uh, visual thing. Look, two of you, come in here very quickly. As she opens up the churn and there's just a hiss and you look down and you see fluid, curds and whey swirling as the momentum of the spinning is still carrying them around. Almost like a bowl of swirls through it. She's like, Dragonborn, what is it that you see? Look into the curds and way. I see power. Incredible power. An empire of cheese. Alright, let's with the bullshit. I'm always the actual reading. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I've only done this once. Jesus H. Christ. <sighs> Gnome, what is it that you see in the way? I see an uncertain future. It's like a, it's like a Rorschach test. Fuck me, what the fuck is this? A Hallmark card. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Tiefling, this is not open for the bed. Fuck off. No, come. I, I just for everyone to come in. I mean, I, I, I'm not getting anything here. It's like this fucking isn't TV. This AMFM radio, <laughs> Dragonborn. Right. As she pulls you all in closer, she's like, fine, oh, yes, Tiefling, what is it? I see. Yes, what do you see, Tiefling? I just asked you, what the (laughs) fuck do you see? (laughs) I feel, I see pride. I see power. I see a bad motherfucker that won't take no peace out of nobody. Excellent. This is proudest day of my life proudest day of my life right at this very point, good. here hold this I hard would then like to take another dairy item an egg out of my pocket and I would like to kiss it a eggs dairy, it's a dairy I guess yeah. vegan oh yeah yeah <laughs> she, she's like I have devoted most of my adult life to the um, art of predicting the future through cheese and butter I have never met four more stupid peoples than you. I feel like maybe it is time for me to retire. After nine long decades, I have finally had enough of this bullshit. Um, as she, she's like, gather around, gather around, and I will read the curds for you. You say these curds came from a cow from years ago, which was very close to you. Yes, we were very good friends with the cow. 
Did you milk it yourself? Uh, I think Tatty did the uh, did the dirty, but okay. I milked the cow. Okay, you come here. You look into here, Tatty. What shapes do you see? What shapes do I see? Yes, I'm fucking asking you. What shapes do you see in the way? Now, no, hurry up, otherwise this you. What shapes do I see in the milk? Oh, in the cheese? Whatever happened to improv, eh? As uh, she looks down, she's like, fuck me, the time is running out. The power of the cheese is waning. As she I, looks I, deeper into it. I see yes. a house. Oh, great. I yes. see... My Uncle George, he was a sailor. Yes, <laughs> he has a message for you. He says, don't wait for me. <laughs> Any more cliched bullshit? What is this, a fucking seance? I see my father. He's made of cheese. No, well, that's just the cheese, but he's in, he's in great dis- distress. Yes. Yes, I'm sure he is. All right. She, she, she looks at you incredulously. She's like, right, fine, I will read it, you son of a bitch. As she goes over to the wall, she takes down a giant tome of a book um, that is called um, Way to Go uh, um, no by way. Albert... No way, way to go. Nice. Yeah, yeah, The Way to Go by Albert Wetwhistle. As uh, she takes down the book, she opens it, she looks into it, she flips the books, she flicks the pages around a bit, and she's like, I see an elf. I see an elf who wanders the streets, blind with milky eyes. He has seen great sadness and conflict. Wears rags. He begs at street corners. A poor man, but uh, he wears expensive-looking winkle pickers. But he wanders street to street, begging. Where can we find this milky elf? You can, oh Jesus, that's a disgusting thought. Uh, you can find the milky elf. Um, I just see him at street corners begging. Do you know what any city street corners are? Are, are they these street corners? It looks like a city. I cannot tell you which city, but uh, come on! Jesus I give, I give the way a stir to see if any more details. <laughs> As he gives the way a stir, she's like, "No, no, no! It is gone." I say, um, there's only one elf. There's only one elf we know who wears fucking glorious winkle pickers, and we thought he was dead. There you go. The power of the Kurds is very strong, very strong. And what do you think the um, what do you think the milky eyes means in your well, in your it, vision? It, it means he's fucking blind. It's a cinematic trope. Yes. Is it? <laughs> I'm, I mean, as far as I can tell, he's blind. Okay. Doesn't need but, a little dog. could it just be he's... that it's all white in there, so maybe... It could just well, be it's mean... milk, yeah. Sometimes butter is just butter. I don't know. <laughs> Are there any that, crackers? That's really insightful. Oh, Jesus H. Christ, <laughs> do I have any crackers? Have you got any more cheese? No, I don't have any pickle either, you son of a bitch. What the fuck? As anyway, she leaves you to it at that point. Tatty, she takes you to one side. And she says, I would like to talk to you about uh, the visions that you saw. What, you mean just now or the one from earlier? Oh, fuck the pilot trick just now. It is cheap. Hmm. No, the one earlier. The, the one, one about the, um, the Emmentals. Yes, the fifth Emmental. Sure. What do you know about the fifth Emmental? Only what you told me. Well, I have spent uh, the majority of my life trying to track down the fifth Emmental. It is at the very husp of what Chandra wants for this church. It will bring apart the beginning of a new age. Is it a, is it a 
specific object or item, or is it a, or is it an event of some kind? Is it some kind of prophecy? It is all of these things. It is like Glastonbury. What is it? Is it an event? <laughs> is it the culture of Ramanon? Is it the cusp of musical greatness? No, it it's it, it is all of these things. It is the beginning of one age, the end of another age. But also, it is it is a cheese. I have been practicing the dark arts of cheese for most of my life. Tyromancy. Tyromancy, yes. you mean? Yeah. Yes, tyromancy, not fromage, fan, not. Uh, Yes, anyway. So. Not the fry. Not the fry. I feel like if there's a prophecy, if there's like a chosen person that would bring the Pip Emmons out, if that chosen person was actually a little boy, or what they thought was a little boy, <laughs> that'd be a little man. She takes you to one side as you talk about it. She she goes through the bookshelves and she pulls down a particularly ancient leather tome book as she unwraps a leather cord from round it and opens it and she says. I have spent half my life making this diary from scraps of clues about the Fifth Emmental. Everybody has always told me that I am cracked, but I know that uh, out there somewhere is the Fifth Emmental. Hmm. Can I, like... can I open up the... Yeah, absolutely. She hands you the book. As you open it up, it's um, intricately hand-scrawled notes. The musings, almost, like something just fell out of someone's mind onto paper... There's maps in there, there's diagrams, some of it's written in different scripts, in different colours, clearly using different inks at different angles. It's lots of different information. But as you flick through, you see the um, different symbols for fire, earth, wind and water uh, repeated. As she says to me, well, maybe in return for the good turns that Chandra did for you and your hands, perhaps you can help me finish the lifetime work of an old lady yeah definitely I'll um I'll keep an eye out I'll um if you wouldn't mind me taking the taking the diary and what notes you've already made I'll um I'll keep an eye out on our travels we're heading for um we're heading for Port Zoon fairly fairly quickly I almost said soon then but then decided (laughs) that wasn't a good idea Uh, heading for Port Zoon fairly quickly um after that i'm not really sure where our travels are going to take us but i'll um we'll do some research based on what you've based on what you've recorded already and um she pulls you to one side and says pull me even further to one side yeah she's you're literally pulled, in a corner she's now. Me yeah, like two yeah, degrees yeah, away yeah. from everybody else you're like a couple in a coat room at a party yeah you're literally right. just like so far in one corner you're practically in a different postcode as um, she says there are two things you must know she puts an arm around you she's like one I do not have long to live years of illegal cheese practice have uh, riddled my body with chemicals I have not got long to live so I ask maybe that you do this quickly and two when you asked if I knew where your elephant friend is I do I know what city your elephant friend is in but I will not tell you this until you help me with this small thing. Can we hear what she's saying? Or is she so far away that's only... Nah, she's so far away, she's just chatting to Tati. Okay, you can go a deal. I'll, um, I'll look for your um, your fifth Emmental. And um, in return, you'll tell us where you'll tell us where he is. I will tell you what city he is in, yes. Hmm. I saw that much 
But I know a deal. You do not get to be as old as I am without brokering a deal or two. She's a vampire. I'm just going to hold out my hand and, and shake shake her hand. And she's got one of those like disgustingly firm grips. For somebody who's quite old, she's got like a lock grip. As she squeezes your hand, uh, you see her knuckles go a little bit white. And she's like, this is very good. Thank you very much. I, look, I trust you. I don't have a photocopier to start the diary, so uh, don't lose it. I was no. a little girl when I first started writing that diary. Of course, I mean it's it's important. I'll um, I'll look after it. Unless we Thank run you. out. Thank you. And uh, just as a, what was that? Unless we run out of toilet paper, then it's first up. Oh, very good. Yes, I'm learning to hate that lady and measure more and more every hour. <laughs> as uh, she looks over at you, she's like, and. Uh, one hint to get you started with your journeys. And none of the messages are written in semen or lemon juice. So do not hold my diary anywhere near a flame. That seems like very pointed advice. Yeah. Miss Perineum. Thank you very much. It's Perineus, you son of a bitch. Yeah. All right. As um, she puts a firm hand on your buttock and ushers you back towards the group. This place. Uh, Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and she ushers you back out into the hall. Um, you make your way back through the library. You make your way back out into the hall. As you look around, uh, you see the Kenku has eaten so much food, he's passed out in the corner. And Aristobulus has walked in wearing about 13 layers of... He now looks like the Stay Puff Mallow Man as he's wearing loads of clothes. As you make your way back out into the hustle and bustle of the food hall, as you look behind you and you see her close the doors into the back of the priory, and you're now out back with the general public. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just turn to um, Hanash and everyone else, and um, and just say, we've got to go to Port Zoon. Barbara's there. The bees are there. Um, Is it bees? Bees. Bees. The bees are there. We need to. We need to go and get them. Was there a like? We know that we can. We could walk there, or we could get a cart. I mean, we are by the sea, though. If there's if there's a way we could we could travel by ship, it might be quicker. Captain Jibberwopper. Jibberwopper. Jibberstock. Is he here? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Here. I mean, I wasn't there when you found that out. Tom. Yeah, Jibberstock is here. Jibberstock is here. Brought to you in association with metagaming. Um, I'm doing everything not to metagame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. Um, Just, would, would somebody like to explain to Chanel who the hell uh, Captain James P. Jibberstock is? Jibber. Wait. Oh, wait. Say his name again. Jibberstock. I thought what? it was Jibberstock. No. Jibberstock. Jibberstock no. with a K. It's with a P. With I a wrote K. the fucking character. You're you wrong. Have... Death of the author. Revolt. Death of the author. Okay. Animal Farm. So his name, <laughs> his name is Captain James P. Jibberstock. Jibberstock. Would you like me to refer to my notes? I have a Miro board here with like 4,000. This is like the Mandela effect. <laughs> uh, so. I, think it's, I think it's pronounced Mandala. Um, Port Tamale Captain James P. Jibberstop There it is oh His brother, God. Albert Jibberstop 
his first mate, Alberto. I mean, I'm not he... disputing that that's how it's written. It's just that's never how you've said it. <laughs> oh, piss off. There's no recordings to know. James, James P. Jibberstop. Let's... There we go. And, yeah. And would you, would you like to describe... Before we go for a drinks break, would you like to describe to... Maud and slash Chanel. Who the fuck Captain James P. Jibberstop is? Um, he was a guy with a boat in <laughs> Port de Mali who was also part of the Order of the Tesla Cloak, which was the, the resistance faction against the Clovis Concord and the Plank King and the Pirates of Darktoe Isle. We read Crunk for Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite impressed with so, yes. that. Hmm. Well done, Tati. He never. Or am I making that up in my head? There's no recording, so if we want him to have a wooden leg, we can have a wooden leg. <laughs> just two. Uh, we can have a wooden leg now, it's been two years. <laughs> yeah. He had, he, had a, um, he, had a, he had a first mate called Alberto. Alberto, yeah. that was it. Didn't, he didn't say very much. No, um, right. So yes, you, it, you've been made aware. You saw uh, one of you. I can't remember who it was. Let's say it was Belsia, whilst paying or, or whilst talking to um, the innkeeper of the Busty Barnacle, worked out that there was a flyer for pleasure cruises around the cove with Captain James P. Jibberstop. So if you did want to get a boat across the port soon, he would be one option. I say we. Um, I say we head down to the port then. See if we can see if we can find him. Yeah. Look for the boat with crunk fuckers written on it. <laughs> if he still has it, I don't know. Okay. As you make your way down to the port, that's where we're going to take a quick drinks break. Everyone needs a drink break. Well, that's been the weirdest hour of D and D I've ever this week. <laughs> that, that's hurt my mind a little bit. Far more trolling than usual for a mod. Mm. Lot of trolling. Oh look, she's back. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah, you know when you know when you mutter after you've had an argument, you walk away muttering. Well, I'm here now. I heard you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, there you go. I know the difference between different dairy fractions. Yeah, yeah. You're probably right. I probably don't know how to make butter or cheese. But I, t- I tell you what, there is a lot of lot of variation between making butter and making cheese. Okay, everyone sitting comfortably? Yeah. Then we'll begin. Right, picking back up where we left off prior to the drinks break. All of you leaving St. Silas's and the Church of the Blind Pauper, you've decided to set off on your adventures before going too far down the rabbit hole that will be the Fifth Emmental, you've decided to take a short trip to Port Zoon in order to reclaim both Barbara and the bees from the pound, or the animal pound, where animals of people who are held in the penitentiary are held whilst their owners are serving time. 
you've made your way down to the dockside as it's uh, about midday-ish by now, I want to say, probably, around about that, as you make your way down onto the port side, as you would imagine of the midday of a busy port side. It is hustling, it's bustling, and there are people of all different races coming and going, interspersed with traders carrying crates this way and that way. The market stalls of people hawking fresh fish, silks, spices stuff that's fresh off the boat and uh, you see people shouting from tops of boxes offering passage to here, there and everywhere Um, or people who have just arrived from other parts of the world and have decided to shout missives and news the things that they have seen occasionally interspersed with random acts of street performers of people pretending to be statues people doing close hand magic card sharks and uh, even people there appears to be some sort of weird uh, conga line of mysterious looking spiritually robed people who are doing a conga through the middle of the uh, port I um, investigate if there's any of these you know the people on the boxes that I shout a passage if there's any on a particularly unstable box you can make me an perception check if you like that was nice 11 11 as you look around there's various people in various boxes different boxes different sizes short people on top of tall boxes tall people on top of short boxes medium sized people on top of medium boxes pretty much every combination of people on boxes that you can conceive of that was top drawer improv right there um no one you would say is more or less stable I mean the stability would be in the fact that most of them aren't paying much attention to you okay never mind I find other opportunities for chaos. chaos. Excellent. Okay, yeah, you're in a demon giggling to itself as you look around looking at the various people. What are the rest of you doing? Maud, what are you up to? I am just perusing my surroundings. Um, It's a bit loud for me, to be honest. So I'm, I'm quite grumpy. But I am looking for a closed trader while I'm here. Uh, you're looking for a what a clothes trader. Yeah. Um okay. You uh, as you look around you see all sorts of different people. And, and other things. Yeah, I'd say for the sake of narrative it's not too difficult. You've got all all sorts of people. You've got people selling fresh produce out of barrels full of ice, you've got people selling, you know, crates full of spices and you look over and you see a far eastern looking man dressed in fabulous, fabulous silks and um, felt slippers who has various um, drafts of fabric um, on rolls so like a Nike tick with like a little like floppy end uh, yeah you see a man peddling woolly jumpers with a reverse Nike tick that says just done it <laughs> um, what what do you want to do with this man Maud um, how tall is he am I taller than him <laughs> Uh, you're you're a, you're a shade taller than him. I mean, there's not much in it. Looking to graduate from the Hunash School of Chaos. <laughs> Can I take him? Welcome. 
sexually kidnapped? No, what are we? Like, they came up with my tail and shaken. I mean, I don't think you'll be able to pick him up with your tail. You can, you can obviously cause common law assault if you really want. Uh, well, he looks like a well-dressed man. I don't man. have any money, and I'd like to intimidate him into giving me some clothes because I don't have charm or charisma. Right. So you, you just want to try and rob a man on the dark yes. side. Okay. Right. As you as you walk up to this sartorial uh, foreigner, you get all up in his grill. As you're like, you do the international, like, eh, eh. As you, you pick him up by his lapels, oh, I, I feel his bad. silk this is, lapels. This is going too far feel... now. I feel bad. Now that you're saying it. I... Can, I, can, I just, can I just walk over and, and like, give give Maud a, a, a few gold or something and, and say... I feel that this has gone too if far. You wanna... I, feel, I feel bad. <laughs> so as you rough a man up on the dark side, you grab him no, by his lapels, no, lift him anymore. up. No, I feel him... bad. You put him back down, you dust him off, you go to iron out the creases say, on the front I'm of his sorry. Lapel. Small... You look like my ex-boyfriend. I'm so sorry. As he just bursts into laughter, he's like, hey, lady, you are the funniest lady I've ever seen. Uh, I do not see so much shit like this. This is brilliant. Uh, what is it you want? I say nothing. and I apologise profusely, say that he looks like my ex-boyfriend, and then, sleight of hand, I've already stolen the, uh, the moccasins. <laughs> I love the way you just liberally dance across the rules of D&D. You're trying to steal what? A pair, pair of moccasins, moccasins or his I've taken them with my tail as I was apologising profusely. What you mean is I would like to make a sleight of hand check to see whether I can steal a pair of moccasins. I mean, I've stolen them, but I'll do a sleight of hand check. She's, she's, she's just, she's, she's practicing positive manifestation by saying what Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? And hoping that she gets it. The, the players no say question. what they want, and as the DM, you don't yeah. want to roll. <laughs> right, so you roll, try not to, try not to cheat. Everyone can see I, what you're rolling. I can't rolling. see where sleight of hand is. Try S. It's the one that's spelled S L E I G H T. You know the one that you. Thank you. That's very kind. No, look down the list. It's directly below religion, just above stealth. It's in the dexterities. Have I been spelling it wrong for thirty-seven and three-quarter years? Do you know how many fucking episodes of this podcast we have recorded where Maud goes, "Oh, is that how you spell slide?" I swear to God, I'm going to get T-shirts printed. S-L-E-I-G-H-T? No. It's because no, you... slight, slight of hand and slight as in like slightly are spelled differently. Yes. I know this shit because I do words. totally different things. <laughs> I went to word school. I went to word school. I went to the That's University of Reading. reading. <laughs> why, why is that the one part of the fucking English language you've got snagged on? That's not even a word. I've never seen that word before. That is bullshit. You mean it's not a That's fucking bullshit. word? I call Very bullshit. odd word. Of all the words in the English language, homunculus, merkin, like... No, it's slight. I refuse to believe that. Excellent. Good. Well, would you like to make one of these impossible, miraculous grammatical checks, or are you just... For the to... listeners, mummy and daddy are fighting <laughs> right now, but it doesn't mean they don't love you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a self-affirmation as well as that's that's great yeah yeah it's gonna be okay chris seriously cheaper than counseling 
anyone who wants to message in, hashtag AJ. Uh, we get Esther gonna... Burrell on the... Uh, anyone want to message, message, message in, hashtag check on Patty. Not, not taken. How long can it take one person to click a button? I've already clicked the button. I think you clicked it. I've already rolled it. They should have already seen it. What would you say? I don't, uh-huh. I don't think you have. I'll re roll. Yeah. Well, what did you get? Come on. Something diabolically bad. <laughs> oh, it wasn't great. <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> what did you get? What did you get? What did you get? You got a two. What? You got a two. She. She got a two. As she just sasses up to him, she's all up in his grill. And she's like, oh, hello. How are you doing? And she's like, hey, you're the funniest lady I've ever seen. As she flashes her bright yellow eyes at him. As he just looks around and sees a tail come for a pair of moccasins. As he grips it in one hand, he's like, hey, lady, you think this is the first rodeo I've been on? You want moccasins? You pay for moccasins. I'm going to say, how much much are the moccasins? So your finest moccasins all the way from the Amalfi Coast, which both mixes the real world and fantasy. They are finest moccasins made by virgins, hand-rolled moccasins on the thighs of virgins. They set you back very reasonable like price. Yeah, like ring up, the, ring up the patter with the with the with the moccasin. All right, little man. Uh, Twelve copper pieces. Twelve copper pieces. Amazing. I'll... And it's that I am chopping off my own hand. That is I, I'd very like good to price. point out here, as I look around the dock, that there are no virgins here. Well, what are you, some sort of virgin radar? What, can you sniff Hyman? I don't understand. What I, is, uh, what... I give the man... I give the man... Um, ten. It's like, wait, it's like it's 15... You say 15 copper? Yeah. 15, 15 copper 17. like one and... Oh, it was it's 15 copper like one and a half silver. Listen, how many shillings is that? I don't fucking know. Just give me some fuck. Give me one silver. I'll give him two silver and just say sorry for the trouble. Oh, very good. And do you know what? For, for two silver, that is very kind. Look, as he reaches into the back, gets a bag, puts some potpourri in it, puts them in, puts a lid on, makes a little bow. He's like, look, a gift box. I, I say Aww. thank you and I bow graciously and. and... Oh, that's quite alright. You're already low to the ground. What the fuck are you bow? As, uh. He gives it over to you, he's like, and remember, no receipts, no returns. Very good doing business with you. Bye. Uh, yes, goodbye. As the NPC just drifts off, never to be seen ever again. <laughs> it's a shame, I really enjoy that accent. I would really like to just stick around that guy forever. Can he join us? As I... you just hear him weaving through the crowd, you just hear a voice saying, Moccasins! Boots, slippers, we have it all, all from the Amalfi Coast, my friend. You like sandals? I have very sexy pair of sandals. Ah, Nico, my cousin. You only have Imperial credits. I, I'm, I'm, I want to keep an eye out. I want to like try and scan round looking for. Uh, Captain Jibberstop's ship, the one that we would recognize. Okay, uh, make me a. Make me a investigation check. All right, all right, all right, all right. Into ten. 
It's a 10. As you look around, it, it's kind of hard to see. I mean, you're short at the best of times and you can barely see over most people's crotches. As you look around, um, everyone's looking this way, that way. In the end, um, Aristobulus flags someone down and he's like, hey, look, mate, I'm well fucking tired. All I want is to just go to bed. I've had a very long day. Where are the pleasure cruisers? As someone points further down the pier, as you make your way slightly out of the hustly-bustly bit, of, of trading and more into the touristy bit, uh, you see a jetty with um, various small pleasure cruise boats on it. Make a beeline. I'm task focused now. I'm thinking about Barbara. I want Barbara back. Also the bees, but mostly Barbara. Uh, as all of you make your way down to the jetty side, you see all sorts of people. You see families getting on small boats, going out uh, into the marina, looking at wildlife tours. You see a man who promises you to take you to see real-life porpoises. Another boat um, says it will take you to see sunken treasure. None of them are James P. Dubastop. None of them? Tell you hunter's mark him. Do a, do a hunter's mark. Do a hunter's mark. I can't, I can't hunter's mark him if I can't see him. Aristobulus is like, I think I might be able to do something with a summoning circle. You can, you can do a summoning circle and summon James P. Jibberstop here. Well, I totally, I wasn't paying much attention last time we did it. I know it didn't work entirely, but I think I might be able to do a summoning circle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say hold off on that for now. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's he, he had he, he had various bits of coloured chalk in his hands. He's like, ah, oh, okay. As he starts putting them back up his <laughs> sleeve. Can I? Um, are there any of the um, on the on the kind of jetty? Are there any of the crew or the captains from these other ships? Yeah, around? yeah, yeah, yeah. A few people. A little bit like if you go down the road here, you'll see the taxi rank and the taxi drivers who aren't currently at the front of the queue are just hanging around. A bit like if a bit like if I walk down my road, I'll see the fox that is just hanging out on the street every night. Sure, yeah. It's a very yeah, specific yeah, yeah, reference, yeah, yeah. but I reckon so. You get it, Matt. Is your is your door open, Matt? Because <laughs> I can hear, I can hear like French FM radio. The real housewives. <laughs> it's it's only because it will take me forty seven days to to um, edit this episode if I have to cut everything out in between every word you ever say. Um, Sorry, I just I just stood up then, just stretched my legs. That's great, that's great. It wasn't you, it was never you. Uh, yeah, as you see the different captains, uh, would you like to talk to one of them? Yeah, sure. If I can see if if I can see, obviously, that, that one of them is the captain of one of the boats, I'll go talk to them. Uh, yeah, one of them just has captain written in massive letters across his chest. Just has a big sash. Just like yeah, in... One of them's wearing a trihorn cat, hat. <laughs> and just with a massive sign that says captain across his chest. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I'm going to walk up and say, well, well met, sir. Good night. Yeah. Um, uh, just wondering if you can if you can help me out. I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for a friend of mine. He's another uh, another ship captain uh, by the name of. What's uh, wrong with my ship? What does his ship look like? My ship's called the Dirty Lucy. Do you not like the Dirty Lucy? Look, it's, it's very good. What does it's got what does glass it, bottom? What does his ship look like? His ship looks like a rowing boat with a glass bottom. 
What's wrong with the dirty Lucy? You I, don't I like say, her. It's, I say it's no, no, no offense to you or the dirty Lucy. It's just, it's just Jibberstop is a friend of ours, and we've been looking for him for a little while. I don't know. We wouldn't get friendly like. <laughs> I take you on a moonlit tour. I'll let you look through the glass bottom. You might see magical nymphs. It's an no, aphrodisiac. No, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Is it a glass bottom or a mirror <laughs> <laughs> It's just like the reverse of a really, like, naughty Las Vegas hotel yeah, exactly, room. Yeah. <laughs> I see the cover. You, you just see a load of deckhands scrubbing the boat. He's like, it's fully scrubbed down between each tour. Anti-back clean. I'm going to say you don't know where Jipper Stop is. I've never heard of him. All right. See you later. All right. I'll I'll look you up when you get cancelled. <laughs> right. Uh, is he slow in letting go of your hand? He just takes a little bit too long to let go of your hand. Is he's like, all right, if you change your mind, here's my card. Is he just pops a little card into your hand that just says party boat? Does it does it even say the name of the boat? <laughs> just says party just boat. Says, just says party boat. Um, it's a general I, concept. I pocket it. I like the okay. green. Okay. stop! And, and see what happens. Um, mm, oh, God. Um, make me a investigation check. It's a natural 20! Oh my god, you actually rolled a natural 20! You just get... You you climb, you push one of the, the street hawkers off one of the boxes as he tumbles down into a barrel of spice behind you. You stand on top of the box and you just scream, Jibber stop! At the top of your voice. As you look around, your shoulders start to sag as you get a little bit sad. As in the distance, you, you hear a beat as you hear a... Coming across the marina, you see the low rumblings of sound. At first, it's quite hard to tell which direction, as sound is multi-directional, bouncing off buildings. As you look over, you see a multicoloured flashing boat coming down the harbour as the gaudiest-looking boat you've ever fucking seen as it goes through. It's using all kinds of thaumaturgy and magic to, to basically, just like a shit pair of Christmas tree lights, that just when you've set the wrong mode and you can't get it off that mode and all the different lights are flashing as it comes down the harbour as you see Jibber stop at the helm as it comes into the marina you think any minute now it's going to slow down it doesn't slow down he is absolutely off his tits the closer you get you realise this man is half cut as he just ploughs through all the other smaller boats you just see people throwing themselves off the boat as splinters go up in all directions as you see the glass bottom boat as uh, the man's like oh no not again hang on a minute he was Scottish as he's like as he's like oh no as he just throws himself out of the way as his boat just goes up in shards um, as Jefferstop just scrapes into the jetty you just hear the ripping of wood against wood as his boat just wrenches along the side of the jetty using everything shakes as like stall holders are thrown in all directions as the man walks to the edge of the um, forecastle on his ship as he's like you're cold say keep it walker it's, it's, it's the crumb fuckers motherfucker <laughs> as you look down 
in between all the planking, you can just about make toff where you you wrote the words um, crunk fuckers. It's kind of been scraped off several times, but if you squint, you can just about see it. He's he's basically um, it, it's basically like a Christafari version of Noah's Ark. Currently, it's like the most amazingly multicolored. Um, Barbados party boat. I don't know. <laughs> I'm literally just reaching at cultural references here. I apologise to the, the world community. Um, it, 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 how do we describe it? If if Captain Planet face fucked Noah's Ark, it would probably look. That's an interesting way to go. It's it's very yeah. Um, yeah, it's fair enough. Uh, do you need more examples? Don't stretch yourself. It's, it's fine. If, I think uh, I know what it looks let, let me see if I can find... This is one for our Filipino listeners. Um, if Mr. Motivator and P&O came together via the medium of LSD, maybe... Yeah, if Mr. Blobby f- fucked a rainbow. Um, it, it's, unless, unless it's Mr. a party Motivator boat. was a contractor and working for very, very little an hour after recent events. That will not be. Yeah. Well, what did he do? What scandal did Mr. Motivator have? Is he being cancelled? No, no, PO. Mr. Motivator being cancelled. PO fuck. Ooh, PO, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless Mr. Um, Motivator can work for £2.50 really an hour. <laughs> they broke into oh, the law. And they do it again. It's Mr. Motivator just laid off 800 of his yeah. personal staff. Vitex. Um, <laughs> yeah, Vitex. What a cunt. Right. I apologise to Mr. Motivator. Matt, Matt hasn't seen case. this in the news. But not to P&O. No, yeah. not to P&O. Yeah, P&O can piss off. That's not what P&O to P&O. Not to P&O. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna. Can I just walk over to like the closest bit of the um, the pier next to the next to the ship and just say, as, as the man who owned the dirty Lucy, the glass bottom boat, is just lying on the pier, just crying next to you. He's like, my boat, Lucy. I'm gonna keep the card just in case. Just in case. Okay. Oh, Maybe you'll get a new right. ship. Um, I'm gonna. Walk over to where Jibberstop can see me and say, "Can you take us to Port Zoon?" He looks down at you. He's like, he's swaying a little bit in the breeze. He looks like he should probably be kept away from naked flames. He's clearly like been drinking heavily. As he's, he's, he's like, oh, "All right," as he just throws up over the um, balcony as the warm patter of vomit just lands about three foot away from you. I look at everyone else and I go, at least we know he's a little more sober now. I am Kyle Carranza if there's a bar. Or like, you know, like uh, <laughs> somewhere that sells like beer, like on, on the on the port side, like a, like a to-go vibe. As you look up, you realize this is a party boat, like the whole back deck is just a bar that's just selling cocktails out of half-cut coconuts. Ah, he's, okay. he's like, he, he's like, he looks at you, he's like, I do weddings and bar mitzvahs and uh, christenings. Funerals. You want to go? No. 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 I just, I shout, 
Muzzle Tov! And point at the boat and start walking on. As he walks on, he's like... All right, look, as you are members of the almighty Tesla cloak, shh, don't tell anyone. How about I just take you here over the, over the way, over the waters, and we just, you know, we call that even. Over to Port Zoon, right? Oh, yeah, hey, yeah, I'm pretty sure I just head west. I'll hit land sooner or later. Yes, even for that thing that we were owed for. Hey, that thing, I fucking introduced you to the order of the Tesla cloak, you twat. The only reason you got your bottomless brunch is because of me. Is, 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 is the brunch also available on your boat? Is there a boat, not. bottomless boat brunch? He looks around, he's like, shh, I am a wholly owned subsidiary of the Order of the Teslet Cloak, but don't tell anyone as I haven't paid them their dues in a very long time. Is there a bottom to the brunch? I'm not happy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I could do you a liquid lunch. This is more of a strictly drinking kind of boat. There ain't so much in food. I'd probably get you some peanuts. Dry roast. Okay. We'll all accept your peanuts. As you make your way to the bar, it's one of those got all sorts of food, and there's one of those, like, amazing, like, um, boards with the peanuts on where you take them off and it slowly reveals a nymph as you <laughs> eat your way down the board. Uh, <laughs> as there's a wood nymph who's pretty much only holding onto her modesty through a packet of dry roasted peanuts. I've never seen one of these boards before. No, I was going to say. What the fuck did you do in the 1980s? Um, contemplated non-existence. <laughs> but, I mean, what was I? I mostly discovered the birds and the bees through eating huge amounts of salted snacks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to rock up to the bar and and just say, uh, can I can I get a can I get a, a can I get some whiskey, please? Um, there is a fire genocide at the bar who's currently doing their best like spinning bottles and shit is like, like Jesus Christ it's like alright all we do is cocoa drinks as looks points at the sign they literally just do half coconut cocktail drinks okay give me something with with whiskey in it Looks around a bit, looks at the sort of like punchy, weird shit in a. Literally just mixes loads of shit together, hands you like uh, half a coconut with like loads of slices of fruit, one of which is expertly carved into a boat, which is floating on top of the drink, <laughs> uh, and a flaming sparkler in the top. I go, whoo, pick it up, take the sparkler out, take the boat out. Very, 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 like, daintily take the boat out so it doesn't damage it. Respectfully, yeah. Take a sip, and then put it back on, and then put the boat and the sparkler back on it. <laughs> As uh, the fire genocide holds out a flaming hand, and it's like, all right, that's ten gold. Ten gold? Hey, two drink minimum. What kind of fucking party boat? You've never been to a strip club before. I give two him drink minimum. Go- I, I give him the ten gold, and then I say, that's all you get in pal. Well, that's quite all right. You think those fucking boats carve themselves out of lime? No. Fucking art form, that is. That's an artisanal cocktail. Is is it is it a decent cocktail? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> we, have no, we have no quarrel yeah, 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 here. Yeah, yeah. I, just, um, I, I take my hip flask out and just pour a, little, pour a little more in while he's not looking. Somewhere, somewhere on the planet, there's probably a strip club where you can get a decent Sunday roast. It's technically improbable, but it's not impossible. 
Mm, yeah, I understand. I just wanted to check. Maud, what are you doing with all of this as you're now on the party um, boat? I am hoovering up one of the dry roasted peanuts. Make me a sleight of hand check? Now that you know where it is and how it's spelled. <laughs> just devastated that I've been spelling it wrong for 37 and three quarter years. You've been spelling it wrong for about four episodes. We do this every single episode and you Twelve. claim ignorance. Twelve! Uh, you managed to snatch um, two packets of dry roasted peanuts, scandalising the wood nymph on the poster as um, you take a quick look at her before you have to snatch your tail away before the uh, bartender looks back to see what you've done. I, I was... And with that... Yes, I yes. I was quite happy to pay for them. I, I was just saying that I was eating them. Oh. But well, if, you, if your conscience is... I don't um, that's fine. Racked. You've got some money on the bar. Okay. And with that, Jibberstop shouts from the front. Everybody, hold on! As the party boat starts going, as you hear the, the tunes start kicking in, much like a, you know, like one of those stretch limos, you hear the... As the party boat, like pulls back out of the um, quayside, snagged in some of the rigging. It just rips some of the posts out of the quayside as the whole quayside just collapses, shearing into the water, <laughs> just sending thousands of traders into the water. As you see people just floating <laughs> in the water. All the expensive, like, spices just washing away. Into you just hear a voice behind you saying, Oh no, my moccasins! No, no, Nazi moccasins! Thank God, I can't. As you head out into the bay, as you look back, you can almost see the sharks arriving. Um, as you head out, still pulling planks behind you on Ricky in the water behind it's like you. It, it's, like it, it's like the just married, like. Tin cans on the on the fucking string. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Except there's just a vegetable trader caught up in the rigging, just screaming yeah. as he's being dragged behind you. Um, as you make your way out into the bay, you see behind you um, Nicodranus getting smaller and smaller. You see the quayside in much disarray with screams going on. You see all the kind of coastline. You see the lighthouse. And uh, you can see the multi-layers of streets heading back up. You almost, for a second, think you can possibly pick out the stained glass windows of the church as the sunlight reflects off them. Uh, as you find yourself out in the middle of the bay, uh, the choppy waters around you, the waves buffeting off the side of the ship as the rhythmic uh, swell of the waves lift you up and down. Is there anything you wish to do whilst you're out in the middle of the bay? Are we the only passengers? Uh, yeah. Okay. Are there crew on the boat? Yeah, you see the crew who are just resetting things. Uh, you see a disgruntled-looking party DJ who's not really got a great deal to do. He's just being given a broom. Who's uh, currently scrubbing the deck. You see people coiling away rope. Um... Jibberstop is trying to sober up a little bit. He's got himself a strong mug of coffee. Um, Aristobulus is just vomiting off the side of the ship. He's not a man for the sea. Um, I guess if we've got a little bit of time between now and um, hitting Port Zoon, Tassi will probably just take a little look at the diary that he got from Petunia. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. 
So finding yourself a coil of rope to sit on in one corner, uh, you propped up next to a um, cannon, which you're not 100% sure whether it's a real cannon or a party cannon, but uh, leaning against it on a coil of rope, you um, pick up Petunia's diary and you look at it, um, discerning that it's been written across a lifetime in various scripts, her handwriting being the one thing that unifies it all, but clearly the handwriting adapts through the ages from the writing of a young girl all the way through to the scribbles of an arthritic elderly lady. Um, but there are various through points, and you see from her writing that she's pieced together various clues about where the um, four existing emmentiles are. There's fire, earth, wind, and water. For the sake of it, it's going to take you a good couple of hours to cross the bay. I'll say that you can spend that time discerning her diaries. Um, the fire, she's spent a long time discerning that the fire is some kind of um, emmental hidden uh, in an underwater volcano. Uh, she's there's um, clearly in, in the vicinity somewhere around here she's worked out that there's an underwater volcano and somebody uh, somewhere nearby is the uh, fire emmentile the earth emmentile she has pinned down as being in a set of uh, coastal caves not far from Nicodranus in a set of caves called Hoggle Hole uh, the wind She's worked out that every year a storm front rolls in called the Eye of El Bastardo. <coughs> and uh, if you were to sail out into the eye of that storm system, you may well be in the right place to find the wind emmentile. And um, there is various scribblings of a map of an underwater diver's site uh, where various graves of ships are off to one side of the coast and that is where the water um, emmentile is uh, so clearly there are four emmentiles to find she's got scant information on each and a rough kind of location of them um, so there's an, un there's an underwater volcano a set of coastal caves a storm front called the Eye of El Bastado and uh, a kind of diver's grave of smashed ships out on a set of rocks slightly out to sea um, and just just to be clear she was she was asking she was asking us to find the fifth one she was asking you to reunite the four uh, emmentals oh I page. thought she was asking us to just find the fifth one. Oh, okay uh, you, you get from her notes that you're going to have to do some hunting in each place to find the four Emmentiles to reunite them to find information about the fifth Emmentile. It's a pretty okay. standard fetch quest. So. Yeah, it's like I lost my frying pan. Can you find it for me? Right. It's like I lost my frying pan and my saucepan and my other saucepan and my plate. Uh, and yeah. my wok. Look, you made this... My skillet. You made this... I have to make these quests so fucking linear now for you to ever complete them. Like any 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 pretense of skill or intrigue, code breaking, like it's gone. My, well, my, my my first thought is just, I wonder what happens if I eat one of the eventuals. 
Well, we all saw what happened to Hanash when he ate the first ever low-hanging orb of evilness. That I put <laughs> right, so yeah, if you, if you, if you, well, yeah, you, if, I mean, you fuckwits couldn't even follow through on the orbs of Tartarus. So you know, I, got them. I'm, I'm, I'm dangling more low-hanging fruit in front of you. They wanted us to do with them. I don't know. Look, I'm trying to end this fucking campaign by hook or crook. So I thought if I dangled some very low fruit in front of you and added some crackers and cheese, maybe we might be able to just draw a line under this. And, you know, you're never going to find them, are you? are going to move on to something else. You'll find something shinier. I mean, we've got things in Port Zoom to do first. So, I mean, yeah. you can't blame us for doing those things yeah, first. Yeah, let's find the Tesla as well. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you've got so much shit. You've got the Orbs of Tartarus. You've got the Order of the Teslet Cloak. You've got Toad Flaps. You've got... Um, you've got... Uh, you've got to find Barbara and the bees. If you really wanted to, you could go and help MacGruber with uh, the Revelry and the Plank King. Um, we don't even know was- where MacGruber is. He disappeared. Yeah, exactly. When you've, we- got the whole, you've got the whole Theolian side thing. Uh, yeah. Maud's got the book of Seagal. Um, some of some of you might be worried about what's happened to Brannigan the Brown's garden. My, <laughs> no, I'm sure his Airbnb business is doing fine. There's ten. There's the elves. You could go back and try and look into Tessaria. I've given you guys so many fucking quests. The menu is falling off the bottom of the screen. <laughs> like the, the map is just full of pins. Ridiculous. We have been in, incarcerated. Yeah, we've been yeah. Like about five months. Yeah. This is just. This is ridiculous. This is my magnum opus. This. This. This is just. Just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Right. As you're looking wistfully at the book, Tati, getting excited about new adventures you'll probably never follow through. You look up and you you hear land ahoy. As uh, you see Port Zoon um, directly in front of you and all of the beautiful sights, the cultural hotspot, it's a lie, that Port Zoon is, uh, you see the boat coming in as Jibberstop looks left and looks right and tries to find a jetty. <laughs> uh, he sees a tributary like coming out uh, like a port mouth as he just ploughs straight up the middle of the sorry estuary that's running out to sea as he just keeps going until the banks narrow in and the boat basically beaches itself at the end of an estuary. Um, as he's like, all right, will that do? Good, Wonder- good man, you. Captain. Wonderful. Sure, sure. I, um, I walk up and shake his hand. Uh, looking over the side of the boat you just see all of the um, oyster farmers who were currently there like their trade he's just ploughed through an oyster farm and there's just like displaced farmers just floating in the water all around Jesus Jesus Chipperstop you're a murderer (laughs) (laughs) he sways a little bit in the breeze he's like these years have been tough I gotta admit but (laughs) I don't mind stopping on a double yellow. Are all the farmers like <laughs> floating upside down like they're fish? <laughs> you just see, you just see twitching oyster farmers. Uh, 
as generations upon generations of farmers have just been displaced from the harbour mouth. <laughs> An entire industry has just been like destroyed there. As uh, you step off the boat, you, you make your way a little bit. Like, he's very much like EasyJet. He lands just outside of the city <laughs> that you're trying to get to. As you make your way back to the gates of Port Zoon, you see the magnificence of the city, the aroma of everything as you make your way through the arches of Port Zoon to the destination that the fucking DM has been nudging you ever closer to for months, months upon months, as Tatty, the anticipation of being drawn ever closer to your companion, Barbara, uh, is palatable. And that is where we will leave this week's adventure. Woo! 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 Well, that's a thing that happened. I mean, that's not how I envisaged that episode going at all. How did you envisage it? Mystery, intrigue, maybe some puzzle solving, maybe we a little made, bit of role we playing. We made some cheese. With we found a ship. Went for an ocean voyage. You, 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 you fitted everything in there. I tell you. pod it is just me again dear god i sounded fucking tired in that recording i blame the endless trolling from my fellow colleagues it's hard work being right all the time you know someone's got to self-righteously correct those twats thanks so much for swinging by again this week we really appreciate you tuning in for another dollop of fun-packed fantasy fuck nuggetry now then assuming you've made it this far why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never missing another episode again Better yet, give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on and help spread word of our misadventures far and wide. Honestly, despite some serious healthy listener figures, we still get very few reviews. So if you could take two minutes to write us a sentence or two on Apple Podcasts, that would mean the world to us. I may even read out your review on the show and mispronounce your name. How about that for a deal? And as we mentioned at the top of the show, if you fancy supporting the podcast, why not head over to our merch store on our website and treat yourself to some retail therapy. You can find that on our website underneath the heading Merch. And for the love of all things free, why the hell haven't you entered our damn competition yet? If you don't win, then you only have yourself to blame. To enter, simply slide into our messages on social media and send us the names Carl Sodomy and Don Woodcraft. And we will enter you into a draw to win a free t-shirt. We'll be announcing the winners in next week's episode. Good luck, people. And as ever, we can be found on the socials. We're on Twitter, at AnO number one. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and at adventurous-anonymous.com, where you can find a smorgasbord of material things. So, that just leaves time to say a huge goodbye from Maggie, Chris, Lewis, Matt, Chanel, and myself. Hopefully, we'll see you back here next week. Happy adventuring, my friends. That's it. Jog on. Piss off. Go away. But remember, most of all, stay tipsy.